What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Kevin, a.k.a. Showing 71 and your auditory canals are tuned in to Season 6, Episode 10 of the Gaming Vessels Podcast. And of course, I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me are my partners in crime and uh, utilizing the WHO's safe distances within the digital studio. Still, we've got Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror. What's going on, brother? Uh, nothing much. Nothing much. Just here talking about games with you fine people and, and maintaining a safe social distance. Yes, always maintaining the safe social distance in these crazy times. And of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Just uh, doing my usuals. <laughs> Probably my usuals if we weren't having a uh, <laughs> uh, shelter in place and trying to figure out the best wording <laughs> of it, mm. but... Uh, only thing I, I just can't. I can't go to GameStop. I can't go out and, and sit down and have a nice meal or anything like that. So, <laughs> that's about it. Uh. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. You, you just have to. You can have a nice meal. You just gotta take it home. You can, there's no sitting down and uh, sitting oh, down in a place. But, but 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 you know to put things in perspective, if that's the only thing you have to worry about, that's not bad. No, it isn't. No. no, it isn't. No, I, 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 keep, I keep reiterating, this is not the the play, the bubonic plague 2.0. No, it's not. No, I'm, it's... Not, I'm not practicing my Walking Dead like cosplay for real. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I ain't going to go out there and see Negan like, you know, uh, out my next block ready to hit me with a baseball bat. So, yeah. no, not, nothing cray cray. Yeah. So. Everybody's Negan. Everybody's Negan when it comes to toilet paper. But... Oh, that's <laughs> I had a friend from work text me and basically said he left his cart. He had paper towels in the cart, and he like went around to grab something, came back, his paper towels were gone. So it's like, oh. it, it just, that's the way it goes. Yep. Yep. Jeez. Yep. The heart of man, what can we say? Yeah. But with that, we are going to uh, translate to our first topic on the docket, which is going to be our playlist. So, Dez, why don't you kick things off this time? What's, what you been playing lately, man? All righty. So, for me, I've honestly been playing uh, a lot of Animal Crossing. I cannot lie. I've been playing a lot of it. Um, it's a fun game. I uh, haven't never played an Animal Crossing before, so I had no idea what to expect. But I had played a type of a game like Animal Crossing, like Stardew Valley, uh, Rune Factory, and stuff like that. Um, it's a fun little game. It's very cute. Um... It's very kind of like, you know, I, I found myself playing there, you know, for hours, just running around, wasting time, and, 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 and it's fun. It's a fun game. I had to put it down, though, because I was playing a lot of it, um, and uh, I don't know, it's just I, I needed to play something different for a while. I can see how people can get kind of really into that game, um, and really kind of like the, the whole minutia of just, you know, uh, bearing stuff and, you know, making your island look nice. It really is just kind of like, you know, make shit look nice kind of game. And 
um, and you get uh, accolades for for just doing you know random stuff like watering plants for so many times or digging so many holes or whatever, you know, getting so many fruit. So it, it's just a little. I mean, it, it's it's so mundane in its presentation, but like it can really suck you in. So I've been playing that for a while, and um, and then uh, I was playing again. This is on the Switch. Uh, I really have become. Uh, as Joe puts it, a Switch aficionado. Uh, there is a... Um, just to give a shout-out to another gaming... Um, uh, an internet... Uh, sorry, a YouTube streaming um, or uh, channel called uh, Switch Watch. Some guys from the UK and one guy's in China and um, in Hong Kong. I think it's Hong Kong. Anyway, uh, British guys. And they really, uh, really uh, keep me informed about Switch games. So um, thank you guys for doing that. Um, they have, a, they have like, a you know, uh, physical releases and community spotlights and all these different things about people to send in pictures. So it's a really nice kind of fun little community. And, um, they seem like really cool guys and, and they're really showing me a lot of, uh, imports and stuff. And so I imported a couple of games, uh, from play Asia, uh, and they had a discount code. So I was telling Joe earlier, I, you know, I spent, I spent, you know, not a lot of money, but I spent you know a, a considerable amount of money to, uh, to, to a couple bills, right? Yeah, no, 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 just just this one, this one bill, you know, but a lot of like single bills after that. So, okay. but I but I did some imports, but uh, for some Switch games because I've been really like you know digging my Switch. It's, it, it is my, it is my, I don't want to say it's my go-to console because I still play my PS4. Uh, as much it's just being able to play my um my switch light on the couch you know is is it, while watching tv is it's a lot of fun you know i, I really i really in, enjoy that handheld and it's it's just the right size for everything so um so i've been playing animal crossing i'm playing another uh switch game uh it's like vampire the embrace i think it's called which was um which is based on vampire the masquerade from white wolf which is a old school uh pen and paper rpg um that i used to play when i was uh when i was younger i was really into it and uh and i watched the tv show and i was really into rpgs you know pen and paper rpgs when i was a kid in high school and so this one uh kind of talks about that but it's a visual novel and i really haven't played too many visual novels the last one that i really got into was phoenix Wright. so playing this one is very interesting like you're reading it and then you kind of it's like a kind of like a choose your own adventure but digital um so again the only other one that i've really played and loved was the phoenix Wright series uh first one one and two i never played three but it's interesting. It's about vampires, and you're, you know, it's the music is kind of nice, and it's just a text-based thing. But the but the visuals are really kind of cool, and where yeah, you pick what you're gonna do or whatnot. So it's been a it's been a very fun little, uh, little um, little game. Uh, another thing that I've been playing is I got the uh, I finally bought Octopath Traveler. I bought it digitally because the Nintendo eShop was having a sale on it. So I got it 50% off, which was great, and because you, you really can't find that game anyplace else for anything cheaper than that, especially a physical copy. You just you're just not going to do it. So now you got that Nintendo tax on there. So. Yep. So so I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna. I want to play the game. I'm just gonna do it. So I just I just bit the bullet and bought it. 50% off is not is is a pretty good deal. And then um, 
Uh, what else have I play, been playing on my uh, my Switch? I mean, that's pretty much it. Those three games. Oh no, I played the Bravely Default uh, two demo. demo, and I'm still at the beginning of it. And it's it's been fun. I love the sound. The visuals look fantastic, as you would expect uh, from from um, from from Bravely Default. Um, story looks interesting. Three or four crystals gone missing of the four elements you got to find them yada 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 natural regular you know thing that you have to do when you're playing these games so nothing nothing specific it's but i really like the job the job functions of them and 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 that stuff so so i'll probably end up playing finishing the demo and seeing how that is i just hope it doesn't get into how the other two ended i didn't like the way the other two ended and how like like they they brought the player into the game i really don't like that you know just let it be separate let it be its own story don't we don't need a gimmick like that so hopefully they won't have a gimmick like that in this one um uh and then for for the ps4 it's just been division division 24 7 um with with joe he is he loves the division and i play the division with him because he loves it so much and you know i think i'm doing him a disservice because i'm enabling him but <laughs> oh, you're not doing anything to me sir yeah so, so it's just a, it's just, just just kidding he, he just really is he's just really like enjoying that game and i'm just giving a hard time about it um yeah, we've been playing with uh, with Gerald Ocon as well. Yeah, even though we haven't hooked, hooked up with Gerald since like I think Sunday Monday, yeah. which is about a week ago almost. So, so we'll but we probably will we'll end up catching up with him and playing it again. We're finally to the to the end game type stuff. So so it'll now, be... now mm-hmm. I haven't started yet, but uh, you started Final Fantasy fourteen. No, correct? no, no. I said we're we're to the end game of. Um... Of, division uh, yeah. of division so so that yeah. that'll add in a whole bunch of new stuff that we can play so that'll be fun and then i started playing final fantasy 14 again which has been a lot of fun um it does it can be a bit tedious with the rotations and stuff like that but um i'm really into it it's a, it's a it's it's been a lot of fun i'm playing a uh um a conjurer which goes into a white mage so um so i do i play a healer role uh, if you want to join us, we're on uh, Behemoth server. Just you know, send us an email um, if you want to join us or help us out while we're getting started. Uh, I just got the, I just got the ability to travel to various different cities. Uh, Joe has not started yet, um, but when he does, he can go to any city he wants now because I can just meet him wherever he is. So that's great. Um, but really, other than that, I haven't really been been playing much. Also. Um, been hitting a little bit of a uh, 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 video game fatigue, I like to call it. Although, although these guys were like, "What's that?" <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. You know, it's just, it's just one of those things where where I've been playing uh, a lot of video games lately, and I just needed to kind of like take a break from it, walk around, stretch my legs, stuff like that. So, but, but other than that, that's what I've been playing, you guys. So, uh, Joe, what have you been playing? Oh, I think you spoiled it, but I've been playing Division 2 on there. So, uh, like you stated, we did get to the end of the game. But the end of the game is really the beginning of the game. So, uh, basically, um, the uh, Black Tusk faction comes in and resets the entire map on there. The gear score kind of goes from level 30 all the way up to a gear score, uh, depending on the uh, gear that you have. So, it becomes like a very, like gear uh, number crunch kind of based um 
kind of foray on there. Yeah. So like I, some I, other game we used to play. Yes, like Destiny, and it seems like I've been running lots of bounties on the map, and the bounties kind of are very similar to uh, going to a lost sector to find the where the bounty is located at and going in and knocking out the bounty on there. So, and uh, you know, this too, once uh, the end game was completed, that uh, uh, the the uh, emphasis on the daily bounties and the weekly bounties as far as the um you know the story missions if need be on there you know the kind of ones you go through like the uh headquarters and or you know the other uh, bases on the map on there so uh it also too i mean i found out just doing a little research that there is uh four world tiers on there i know there's like a tier five and i think the expansion uh, introduces a tier six on there. I know if I don't want to grind, I could immediately go to New York and, and go level up to level 40, quote unquote. But uh, I'm kind of enjoying doing what I'm doing at the moment. The game's giving me reminders, though, not to just sit there and grind the side story stuff to do the main invasion missions. It's like uh, almost like putting a couple of like screens let in reminding me, hey, you need to fight the Black Tusk and do this and do that. So, so I might look to do that because it's like it seems like I don't want to grind on the World Tier One when, really and truly, if I open up World Tier Two, Three, or Four, then that gear score will go up. The cap will go up. Right now, World Tier One is at a cap of three hundred on that. So, it's why this game is just that obsessive compulsive that Ubisoft like DNA like clear the map of all the uh, icons uh, combined with yes yeah, some live service gameplay as you alluded to guys uh, similar to destiny 2 on there that just got me enthralled with this unfortunately on well, there. unfortunately even, you like this yeah. game have fun with it I, I know it's a little bit of a fatigue though it's like it's getting repetitious a little bit so mm. so i want to you know it's like you know I, hey i like pizza but I, I can't sit there and just eat pizza all day all night on there i've done that before with destiny i've done that where i've just been super focused i mean i'm so focused i'm not even playing fantasy star online too and i've been talking that game up on the show for a while on there so so i'm definitely gonna start focusing on the main story missions and seeing to get the level cap up and that way i'm not grinding just to get the best level you know 300 guns and gear i might as well uh get that uh, tier level opened up a bit that way. I'm not sitting there grinding on each tier per se. So, so, but uh, no shame, no shame, you know. But uh, I want to play other stuff. So, but uh, other than that, pretty much uh, that's been it. Uh, just uh, game wise, uh, I got a call from GameStop earlier today, which was surprising to me because I thought they were closed for California, but uh, you know they. Let me know. They asked me if I want to upgrade my uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition pre-order to the um, Works Edition on there, and they did it for me over the phone. And said they are open for business, at least for web and store orders, and they even willing to take a chipped credit card at the door for some reason or another. So, and I was surprised because I thought all of California was shut down for GameStop on there. So. But, uh, you know, color me surprised on there. So so I still might get my fix with all my res- reservations, you know. So <laughs> Just handing them credit cards, uh, you know, 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I got to be wearing gloves. Yeah, it's like, okay. <laughs> Open my trunk so you could go drop it off in it. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, no no bad touch here. So. Don't know about mm. all that. Yeah. Don't know about all that, y'all. Yeah. No contact if need be. Yeah. I know there's a Boston Globe story, too, saying that, that they told um, GameStop employees to uh, basically put plastic bags around their uh, hands that way they could do their transactions. So I can imagine like having some GameStop bags rubber band <laughs> like at the elbow or something where I'm sitting there. <laughs> if I was a clerk working at GameStop, having to go through all that crap, you know, so stay home, stop doing this stuff, you know, <laughs> download your games. <laughs> well, I don't know. Earlier you were all like, I can't go to GameStop. Uh, so, oh, I know. So come on That's now. I can't, I can't, it's like GameStop doesn't have the ability to be able to say, okay, I'm going to go onto their website and say, okay, deliver this to my house and convert an order from, you know, uh, from an in-store to a web order if need be. That's just because their system is antiquated in comparison to other retailers. So, I was very lucky, though. I found a... I forgot for my birthday. I Someone gave me a $30 like GameStop gift card. I was like, oh, sweet! So... Then I then I went online to try to get like a gift card or something, and I was just like, "Ugh, this is such a horrible experience <laughs> dealing with their their website." Ugh. So, anyway, I digress. Yeah, that's all I've been playing. Kev, what you been up to, man? What you been playing? So my usual Monster Hunter Iceborne. The uh, I'm in the guided lands. Making my uh, or gathering resources to do my augmented weapons, and um, I know I it was a, a misunderstanding on my part because uh, what was really starting to chaff my hide was I needed to get a mantle from a, a Legiana, and the mantle you can only get in the Guided Lands. Uh, but what I also came later came to because I had hunted this thing like seven eight times. You, the prerequisite, and I looked all this stuff up, uh, the, the prerequisite for the mantle is you either have to break the beak, break the back, or break the, one of the wings. And I know I did that uh, in each of the hunts, but the, the mantle never dropped, even when uh, it was a situation where I, I trapped it. And what I came to realize was that, oh, well, you've got to... You've got to get the um, tempered version of some of these monsters to get those um, to get those drops, and the guided lands will start generating tempered versions of monsters that you've already fought uh, in the guided lands. As of right now, I don't have a way to to uh, to lure one out. Uh, as you progress and you build your zones up, you get uh, you collect resources that will allow you to lure out monsters. So if you're trying to like what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to max out all of my elemental charms. Um, so far, I've got the stream, the fire and the shock charm maxed out. I still have to do the dragon and the um no, I, I still have to do the dragon and and the fire, dragon and the fire. I have shock, I have shock and uh, water uh, maxed out right now. But um, 
the the system will kick out tempered versions of the monsters in the guided lands and that's where you get those you know rare when it says when the wiki when i look all this stuff from the in the wiki so when the wiki says rare monster drop you know from from uh, the guided lands so that's it has to come from a tempered monster in the guided land so and as of right now, I don't have a means to lure out a tempered version of any of the monsters I fought. So I'm depending on uh, good old RNG <laughs> for the system to spit out the tempered monster that I need. Um, and I've, I've had I've had good success uh, in there because um, I always when I, I always go put my my uh, guided land excursions on on, on public. And it is usually not too long before I'm joined by uh, some hunters who usually have much higher rank than me. I'm at I just broke I just broke 99. I think I have to do a quest to break the to break the 99 master rank. Uh, I have to I have to I have to I I think yeah I'm pretty sure I do. Uh, so once I do complete that quest, I'll I'll break the the 100 cap and keep on keep on pushing on. I I don't really care about the monster hunter rank. I just want to be able to to max out at least two of the most popular. When I say popular, I mean uh, elemental weapons that most of the monsters are weak to. Uh, and I think for the most part uh, that was going to be uh, uh, thunder and uh, thunder and fire. Uh, I think the mo most monsters are weak to that. Um, I'd like to get. Um, I'd like to. I I'd like to do all of them, but I honestly don't know if I, I if I have the the willingness to <laughs> to go ahead and do it. Because once I get my uh, my augmented sets completed, that's when I want to start fighting like the Furious Rajong and the the Berserk Brachiados and whatever they call that thing, and uh, do that. And maybe try uh, the 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 Safi Siege. I'm not much into raids in these games as a service games, but you know I'll, I'll just you know just try just to say I did it. And uh, once I do that, I think I'm, I'll be about done. I'll have completed my Monster Hunter goals for the game. But that's what I've been doing there. Uh, on the other side of things, I actually turned on my Xbox. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Amazing, right? And I played Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Okay. And I'm about, four, I'm about four hours into it. Uh, this is an amazing game. I mean, I I played the first one and I liked it, but this one just builds on everything that the and it's what you would expect from a from a sequel. It builds on everything that the first game did right, and takes pushes it to, pushes it to the next level. I mean, it, it's it's a it's a more realized world. Uh, than it is in the first one. I mean, you get side quests, and the side quests are never too far out of the way. And most of the time, at least from what I've experienced so far, your side quests are in route to where you need to go for the main story quest, so you might as well do it. <laughs> and you get a lot of um, uh, what they call spirit uh, spirit orbs that are the currency of the game. 
which allow you to max out your active skills and you can gain some passive skills as well. Um, it is a beautiful game. It is a it is a platformer that is actually. I mean, you would. It, this is the, the type of quality platformer you'd expect Nintendo to put out. Hmm. I mean, Ori Ori's actions are precise. Like, you know, with usually with with some platformers that are not done by you know the 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 masters of that genre. You know, there there's a little lag, or the character will is not as responsive as you need to be, particularly with a 2D platformer like this. Um, they nailed the the reaction, and it's even more, I think it's even more precise than the first Ori game. Um, the, only, the only weakness that the control has, just is just my opinion, is the actual Xbox controller itself. I, I do not like that digital pad. It is... It just doesn't feel right ergonomically to me. So it's it, the I found myself whenever you know oh why isn't why am I why isn't he I'm a little bit slow in my reaction time because I'm just I'm just I I think the DualShock controller just has a much better a much better digital pad uh, than than the Xbox controller and I'm not going to buy a hundred and fifty dollar uh, elite controller just for the just for <laughs> just for the the, the digital pad it, it to me that, that that doesn't make any sense but you can also uh control ori using the uh, analog sticks um and i find myself you trying to get used to that because i think that's a better option than than using the digital pad on on the on the controller but um great story uh, graphically impressive. The music is phenomenal. I wound up buying the uh, collector's edition of the game from uh, Best Buy, so I've got uh, I got a steel book. I've got a CD of the arranged music, uh, which I am going to at some point uh, transfer to my uh, my iTunes account. Copy it over, assuming I can copy it over. Assuming it's not copy protected, and uh, begin listening to it because it, it, I think Ori for me is definitely going to be in my game of the year conversation and some in some manner. I know we're we're still, we're still fairly early in the year, but it, it is a it is a fantastic game. Um, I think even if you're not that into platformers, it's worth checking out. Uh, if nothing but for the art style and for the story, it's 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 been a really enjoyable experience so far. Um, the other thing I did was I uh, cranked on my PC, which I hadn't turned on for years, so I had to I had to I I, I made sure that my my Steam account was still working, and I actually forgot to make sure everything was still there. Probably like a lot of upgrades you needed to do too. Actually, no. Oh, okay. Believe it or not, no. Um, I I really didn't have many many upgrades to do. I don't know if that's because I just got old equipment or or, <laughs> or check what. Your, check your Windows update, Kev. Uh, it's not going to well, pop up. Well, I have my thing. My thing is set up to update automatically, so. You know, I I turn it on, and then when I turn it off, it says, uh, uh, you, you know, when you're when you you'll 
turn off update and and turn off so so that's how i have my my thing set up so it doesn't interfere with whatever i'm trying to do um but um I, I did that, and I well, I I had heard of, I'd seen this game on um, uh, I want to say I saw it on Twitter somewhere, and it's this game called uh, Double Dragon Reloaded Alternate. It is a freeware game uh, by it's a, it's done by a group of like freelance programmers. And basically, what what Double Dragon uh, Reloaded Alt, Alternate is, it is a remix of the arcade version of Double Dragon One and Two, kind of mish, mish, mixed together. But what's super dope about it is that they took the uh, assets from WWF's uh, Superstars arcade game and put some of those characters into the game so you can play as andre the giant you can play as big boss man you can play as uh randy savage hulk hogan and ultimate warrior along with billy and jimmy lee <laughs> and you can also play as anyone in the entire cast of the, the you know the random thugs that you beat up what is this called it is called double dragon reloaded alternate <laughs> It is a and like I said, it's it's a it's a freeware game. It's um, it's made in this uh, the tool the tool the tool set used to create it is called Open Bor or Open Bore. I don't know what what the the proper slang is for it, but was kind of super dope about Open Bore. There is a Vita version of it. If you've got a hacked Vita, they've got a PSP version of it. If you got a hacked PSP. They've got an Android version of it, so it'll run on any Android, and they've got a PC version of it. And what's kind of dope about the PC version is that the PC version also has online co-op, and it is uh, you can connect any controller to it, but it's built in to work with Xbox 360 and Xbox One controllers, either wired or wireless. So and, and it's all that's all built into the built into the game. You don't really have to do anything. The 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 hardest thing, because uh, some some I've I've tried some of these games like this before, and it's like I could never figure out how to launch the freaking game because whenever you go to the uh, the downloads, they automatically assume that you've done this before, so they don't go into the 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 like the the basics of basics of this, you know. So I, I said, you know what? Well, I got this. So let me let me try and download, get this game running. So I downloaded it. It took me a minute to figure out which file I needed to execute. Once I found that file, I just saved it to my desktop. And whenever I want to play the game, I just double click on it. The other thing that was kind of a uh, a funky deal was in the options menu, and I was like, well, because it's default set to to use your keyboard. So you can use your, you can you can use the game on your keyboard, and it's even set up to divide a full-length keyboard in half, so you and someone else can play off the same <laughs> play off the same keyboard. I know in this, you know, if you're all living in the same house, and you know you're, you know, given the social distance protocols that we're under, it it doesn't it doesn't matter. But 
it also control uh, supports the uh, the the Xbox 360 and Xbox One controllers uh, built is built into the game. But the hardest thing was like, okay, I was it figured out how to turn that the the gamepad feature on, but I couldn't figure out how to map my buttons correctly. And it I must have been fiddling with that for like 15 minutes. So you know, again, this. The, all this this type of software assumes that you've done this stuff before. So I went to message boards and it's like, hey, how do you how do you trying to find how do you do the mapping? Oh yeah, oh yeah, it, it's built into the Xbox controller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just built in, built in, built in. Well, the way you do it is you go to the uh, you select the option for the button mapping, and what you have to do on your controller, you have to hold down the, you have to hit enter first on the uh, function you want to change, be it up, down, left, right on the digital, it only works off the digital pad, and then the face buttons and whatever triggers if you want to use those. So you have to, let's say if you want to set the parameter for up on the digital pad, you have to hold up on the controller, hit enter to get the, um, uh, that function to be able to receive the new the new parameter, and then you have to press the the button on a button or the direction on the controller again. So whenever before you make that change to whatever it is is going to be, you have to already be holding it. Then hit enter, make the change by hitting the hitting that button or direction again, and then you're set. And it automatically saves uh, your your those parameters for you, and you can. I think you can play. I think it supports up to three people locally, two or three. No, either two or three. I can't. I can't remember which. But it also has online play, kind of built in, which is which is kind of dope. I haven't tried the online play yet, but it, I I have I have completed the game as Randy Savage. And it oh is, Lord. I, I mean. He, I mean, the, I mean, again, it's based off the assets from that old um, WWF Superstars arcade game, which was one of my favorite games to play back in the day. Uh, so they have all those moves, but they're mapped to like double dragon type move sets. And it's really cool the way they did things because, you know, you, you don't have to you just it all depends on how the your opponent what position your opponent is in you punch your opponent until they're bent over you know reeling from the pain and then you automatically grab them and depending on what button you press when you're one of the wrestlers that's the move that he does from the WDF superstars so with Randy you've got the running lariat you've got the backdrop you've got the uh and you got the running uh high knee and i mean it it's Man, you want to talk about a game that is just one of the funnest time wasters you're going to ever come across. It is it is Double Dragon uh, Reloaded Alternate, and it's got and it's got multiple uh, single and co-op game modes. Like there's one where the I like I played the story mode. I want to go through the story mode with all the different characters first. But there's also a WrestleMania they don't call it WrestleMania because obviously, but they have this mode called Wrestle Mode where it is basically Billy and Jimmy Lee <laughs> versus the WWF. <laughs> 
And I've seen some. I've seen some of that online. It, it is. It is crazy. So you can go in there as you can be be like Hulk Hogan with Jimmy Lee, or you know, Randy Savage and and, and Billy, and you're just you're fighting in, in the WWF rink from from that old Superstars game, and it is it is amazing. This game is amazing. It is a it is a dang shame it, it can't come to consoles in some form or in some form or fashion. But if you've got a PC and you love old school beat 'em ups like I do, uh, do yourself a favor and you don't need a strong rig to run this game at all. Uh, go download Double Dragon uh, Reloaded Alternate. It is it'll be the best time waster you ever pick up. It doesn't matter if you have an Android device, PC, or if you've got a hacked Vita or PSP, this game, this open BOR, though that that skills that uh, uh, open source system that this game is programmed in runs on all those things and you just have to make sure you download uh, the ver- the version for your platform and it is the best <laughs> it is like the best time waster in the freaking world it is it is like um i i it it is it is uh river city girls level fun for me and and this is this is a free game so <laughs> yeah what we'll do is uh, when we uh you download this episode or if we notify you on twitter we'll put the url for the double dragon reloaded alternate uh on the tweet so take a look at that yeah on there and i'll send a link to des that way if case you had it on facebook uh you could add it in the uh, notes as well so sounds good yeah yeah so you can download now for now for free um but they are taking donations if need be so yeah they they take donations but you know, it, and it's like one of those things. I mean, I wish this would come out on console, because it would it would just be a blab. But you know, the the amount of lawyer lawyer hoops you'd have to jump through would <laughs> would never make financial sense. <laughs> so, but it is, it is so much fun. But that has been that has been my that game has been like a a absolute gaming joy the past couple of days it's just so much fun to play but that is what i have been playing so with that our next topic on the docket is going to be the news so trader joe why don't you let the let the folks know what's been shaking and baking in the gaming industry of late Okay, yeah. As of this last week, I got some few items of interest on there. A couple episodes ago, we talked about possibly a double Silent Hill header on there from the rumor de jour that the Kojima Productions was resuming Silent Hills and that uh, Sony had the license to create a new Silent Hill game with the some of the original creators of Silent Hill. Well, um, they went to go ask Konami about this, and they, they basically stated, we're aware of all the rumors and reports, but we can f- confirm they are not true. I know it's not the answer your fans may want, may want to hear on there. Um, it's not to say that we're completely closing the door on the franchise, uh, just not in the way it is being reported. So, so if you were going to roll with that, waiting for... Uh, 
PS5 announcement to come with your double Silent Hill joints <laughs> being announced with it. Um, uh, unfortunately, at least for now, unless they are playing along until they unveil it, it's pretty much a no-go on that. So, so we'll have to see. Uh, you know, it's still rumored that Hideo Kojima and Norman Reedus are rumored to be in talks for more work with each other on there. We'll have to see. You know, I think Kojima would probably be better off just doing the whole entirely new game in the same spirit instead of going back to the same code that they were working on with PT because it's been like, what, it's been six, seven years uh, since that uh, demo, you know, came out on there. So what you guys feel about it? Mm, I mean, yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts, Kev? Uh, Well, it's interesting because along with this rumor was a Metal Gear uh, reboot, revive, and a castle re- re- and a return to uh, Castlevania that were supposed to be uh, purchased or licensed IP supposed to be purchased. And it's interesting that Konami only addressed uh, the Silent Hill, which is funny. You know, you know, it's not going to be. <laughs> returning in the way that that's being reported uh, to me that says hey get ready for a new pachinko machine that calls silent hill um <laughs> I've been but dead. it's interesting it's interesting because <laughs> that they did not mention castlevania or uh metal gear and uh so we'll see you know all this stuff is grain of salt rumor level stuff uh, but we'll see as uh, as time goes on. But usually, uh, at least from what I've observed, uh, and, and you know, when they say when when a company is addressing the the rumor, they they squash it all. It's like okay, look, you, we've heard of A, B, and C and D as a rumor. Well, A, B, C, and D is not happening. It's just funny that they only mentioned um, uh, uh, PT or or I'm, I'm sorry, Silent Hill. Uh, and and not the other <laughs> not the other two IPs, so we'll just have to see what's going on. Yeah, I don't if know what anything. they're gonna do. Uh, Konami, I mean, God bless their hearts. Uh, they did just recently bring out that PC Engine Mini in Japan, which unfortunately the Turbo Graphics Mini is not coming out anytime soon on there. But uh, you know, it doesn't look like they're working on much. I mean, that Contra Rogue Core was pretty damn bad. <laughs> I didn't. Oh. I, I played that demo for like five minutes and I had to turn it off. So, <laughs> and so basically, all Konami is nowadays is just ports and then uh, you know Pro Evolution Soccer and Yu-Gi-Oh. Basically, so well, they're sticking to their franchises. Uh, again, yeah. I really don't have a, a thing on this, only because I don't. I'm not really into like the horror games, so it never really spoke to me about it either way. But I think Kevin's kind of right though, uh, because. Once when someone usually squashes a rumor, it, it they squash all of it, and if they're not bringing up this specific one, there might be a reason for it. You know, oh, for sure. Which is hopeful, right. I guess. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. You know, we still have PS5 to be unveiled, and you know, we'll see what Sony has to bring to the table. You know, whether they can license. Uh, these Konami franchises, I mean, it would be nice. You figure with uh, Konami being a Japanese company that they would partner with Nintendo more than anyone else. But, you know, of course, PlayStation also, Sony is also Japanese uh, origin as well. But we'll have to see on that. So 
Uh, next news item has to do with Epic Games, and Epic Games have announced that they have a new publishing division called Epic Games Publishing on there, and they signed several established studios for games on there. The new partners for Epic Games Publishing are going to be Gen Design, Play Dead, and Remedy Entertainment. Now, Gen Design, if you're not familiar with them, uh, basically uh, Gen Design is the um, designer of uh, Fumito Ueda, which is the guy that uh, developed both Ico, uh, Shadow of the Colossus, and Last Guardian on there. So he left Sony and he founded a new studio, and this is going to be his first game independent uh, from PlayStation on there so that's who signed up along with remedy who made control last year and the Alan wake series before that uh, remedy has stated that they're developing two next-gen games for uh, new consoles both will be focused on one new ip on there and uh, what's cool about this agreement uh, on that is that Epic Games would be fully funding development for all new games from the three studios on there. This includes developer salaries, Q&A, lo- localization, marketing, and all publishing costs. And the other, um, Play Dead, they're the ones that brought out Inside and Limbo, if you remember those two games on there. So they're working with uh, Epic as well on there. Also, they stated along, uh, alongside retaining control of the IP and the covering costs, Epic Games Publishing will also use a 50-50 profit-sharing model on there so that once costs are recouped, developers will at least earn at least 50% of all the profits on there. So, so we'll have to take a look uh, to see as far as what's coming up with these three studios, uh, four games in total on there but uh you know i'm pretty impressed with that what epic is coming about and especially with the 50 50 split and to get you know these um, bigger independent studios kind of under their wing i think they're helping to you know fund the industry where you know you're not dealing with triple uh, a studios necessarily you're dealing with like a double a studio and um, giving giving them the financial freedom with all that Fortnite loot to be able to go out and work on some games and bring out some different games on there. So, any thoughts, you guys? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, you know, the, that 50-50 deal and covering all development costs and, and program and salaries is... You know, they're trying to. It looks like they're trying to to make a serious stake in the publishing game. Yeah. So it might be may it might be. Uh, I I and I know that there's a reason why people hate the epics the epic store. I can't remember what it is. I don't. I, I, they don't want the launcher. They just want they to like run everything launch- off Steam. So okay. But they're definitely trying to uh, to set themselves up uh, not only as an online uh, as an online uh, store for PC gaming, but also for as as a um, as a publisher, you know. And like you said, they've got all that Fortnite. They've got that Fort Fortnite billions running ro- rolling in. So uh, they've got the capital to make that happen. So it'll be interesting to see how that forces changes in publishing contracts throughout the industry because that's a fantastic deal oh for sure 
you know, because, you know, I've heard before reading about, you know, agreements with companies and um, as far as developers and having them have to do what they call like at a milestone and they don't get paid until they produce a milestone that they could review and take a look at. And commonly the milestones are used in a way to kind of starve a a developer out, basically, so to control them in certain way. I know Zenimax Bethesda is is infamous for that on there because what they wind up doing is they'll starve the developers so much with the whole holding back the milestone money is that they'll go in and and try to then purchase them for a lower cost (laughs) as far as publishing the developer outright on there. So, and it's just the kind of underhanded dealings um, sometimes between publishers and developers as far as uh, you know, where if they're not meeting their uh, timelines and, you know, they have all the power in the transaction, you know, the developers do not, unfortunately. So, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, too, because Remedy was rumored to be purchased by Sony. And I know that uh, this is something that they are able to keep their own uh, IP and maintain their own independence, per se. You know, I know Control. Uh, was definitely something to where, um, you know, it was not the Super Smash hit, but it was enough, it resonated enough so they could kind of move on their own a mm. bit. Yeah, because Remedy before was uh, partnered up uh, commonly with Microsoft for a while. Mm. After Max Payne, I mean, for their next few games on there, it was all, you know, Xbox exclusives or Microsoft exclusives on there. So, so we'll see what kind of they bring up from this, you know, and see how it goes. So. Have you guys played Control? I have not. Yeah, I have not either. I own it. It's like sitting there in my backlog. It's like all my other games. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. And next thing I want to cover is uh, there was a Nintendo Direct Mini this week on there. So. Woo-hoo! Yeah, and it was kind of a surprise. You know, in fact, uh, you know, they only announced it the day of on there. In fact, Kevin... Uh, you retweeted someone making a joke post on Twitter that everyone was super salty about, like on the Tuesday <laughs> on there. And I saw it's like, oh, damn. But I, I know you thought it was for real, too. And that's like, you know, everyone was super salty because uh, there was this one guy on um, Twitter. He writes for I'm trying to think. Uh, let me go ahead and look up his profile real quick. Uh, live radio here. But uh, uh, basically, he put it down. He stated that it, this was going to happen uh, no matter what. And a lot of people were just talking trash to him on mm-hmm. there. And it wound up being where they did go ahead and bring out the um, direct that day where he was like putting his reputation on the line and basically <laughs> was banning people uh, on Twitter that responded. But it was just the mini <laughs> giving him crap. So. <laughs> But let's dive into the Nintendo Direct Mini on there. So um, it started with uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. So we got to see a nice long trailer for that on there. There's a release date of May 29th, 2020 for the game on there. So there's even an epilogue chapter, Dub uh, Future Connected, on there. And that is, I believe, has uh, one of the characters from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 uh, in the epilogue as well. And they announced a, a def- definitive edition um it, the works on there which comes with like a 300 page art book 
uh, for an additional 20 bucks on there. So it's a pretty good deal on there. Um, I know some people, Nintendo fanboys online, were belly aching to no end because the European version comes with a um, vinyl LP of the soundtrack on there, plus a download code that you're able to um, download the entire soundtrack uh, digitally as well on there. And the, the vinyl looks super nice. It's like uh, a color, then it looks like the Monado, basically the sword in the game. So I saw that and was like, oh, snap. But, uh, you know, I don't have a record player and I don't want to import everything. So uh, that's kind of kind of stay away from there. So uh, Desmond, were you interested in Xenoblade Chronicles after checking out the trailer for it? Actually, I was. I know you were super like, oh, my God, you know, this game. Ah. That's, um, but I played the game twice. I mean, pretty much on the Wii and then also on the 3DS. And so never played it. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's a it's a great uh, you know RPG and uh, never f- got the wherewithal to finish the game through my couple playthroughs. I've been waiting for this version to come out on there. I was looking into possibly running an emulator for Wii called Dolphin to be able to run it at you know 4K resolution and it just kind of takes it out of the way. And they show like the different the arts differences between the Wii version, the 3DS version, and this version, and it's definitely all the visuals have been improved on there, so I'm definitely looking forward to this release, so, on that, so. And next thing they unveiled is ports. All these ports, 2K loves the Switch, and they're bringing out the uh, Bioshock collection, a Borderlands collection, which includes Borderlands 1, 2, and the pre-sequel, and then an XCOM collection on there so and so the, all those games are coming out looks like on one day on the 29th same day as xenoblade chronicles and whatnot so um if you want your ports and you want to play all your 2k games on the switch have at it on there of course being typical 2k um the entire entirety of the games are not included on the cart they decided this time instead of uh, not including, like, you know, a couple of games not on the cart and one game on the cart. They just decided to put the first portion of each game on the cart instead and making the rest of them downloadable only on there. So I'm not entirely sure why they decided to do it that way. But, you know, uh, one thing, too, that these games are uh, going to cost quite a bit and they're cheaper on other platforms. So unless you're a Switch fanatic, probably not looking at buy these you know uh any interest does to play these on the go or pretty much uh and these are uh, kind of games you could probably get for cheaper elsewhere uh which games again were they uh borderlands bioshock and xcom 2 collections so. well i already have all of them except for <laughs> except for um bioshock and i really wasn't into bioshock so i'm not gonna double dip for these i have gotcha i, I don't need to double dip for these I mean, I think it's great that they're having a a, a super large collection, uh, especially for especially the um, the Borderlands because I never played uh, the first Borderlands, so um, so that's kind of cool, adding a little bit more to it. But even then, I could probably get it super cheap someplace else. So of course, that's just there for the people that actually want content for their Switch. So yeah, now I don't see myself buying that. All right. Also, they announced the Marvel Ultimate Alliance uh, 3 Black Order DLC, Shadow of Doom, 
on there. So it uh, looks like the Fantastic Four are back on there. So looks pretty clean on there. I don't know if it's something, you know, I'm not going to pick this game up, but I know, Des, you've been this kind of um, lingering on your backlog a bit, right? As far It as... has been. I need to I need to pick it up and actually play it. You know, I have it, and I played a little bit of it. Um, I just need to sit down and actually do it. Is is really what it comes down to. Um, I I love seeing. I I played the other two, um, and beat them a long time ago. So when this came out, I had to get it. I finally did, but but I know that if I sit down and actually play it, I'm just gonna like that's probably only I'm gonna play for a while, only because I really liked those games. So. Um, but yeah, I'll probably end up picking up the, um, uh, the DLC for it. But again, I- I'm really trying to, um, pull back a little bit, uh, only because like I really was buying, ba- buying a lot of games for the switch. So, so, uh, for this one, I basically am going to, uh, do a wait, a wait, like I'm going to play the game first, beat that game. And then, I'll oh yeah. And no sense of buying a season pass until you actually beat the game, you know, it makes no sense, especially yeah. if it's digital on there. So. I know, Kev, you, are you interested in Ultimate Alliance 3 at all? Or is, I know we played it, I think, at my house. <laughs> the refrain from a common refrain on this show. Uh, but uh... No, no. I, I that, that type of action game doesn't, doesn't do anything for me, unfortunately. Okay. All right. Next game they showed was a game that was initially on just Apple Arcade when it was released back in November. Um, this game from Capcom called uh, Shinsekai uh, Into the Depths on there. And it's a deep sea side-scrolling adventure on there. And it looked pretty cool. kind of looked like a more laid-back kind of Metrovania type of uh, game on there. And uh, with some underwater exploration with uh, some combat, of course, on that. So I'm definitely interested. I'm kind of keeping an eye out to see if they're going to release it physically. But um, it's 20 bucks. It does look pretty cool. It's gotten pretty good reviews from the Apple Arcade release, so definitely interested in that. Um, they showed some Animal Crossing uh, DLC uh, stuff on there, which is all about Easter and finding uh, the uh, Bunny Day and egg gathering and whatnot. A- any excitement for this, Des? Or are you... A, a bunny Yes, it's celebrating Easter. They're not calling it Easter. They're calling it uh, Egg Day on there, and it's like a lot of DIY, DIY crafting. I saw that, and I was like, maybe I'll do it. I don't know. Yeah, they they come to your they come to your island and, and they hide eggs everywhere, and you have to find all the eggs. I don't know. You know, it's called, it's called Bunny Day. It's not called Easter. So <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's all I can say about that. Yeah, okay. Uh, and they, and Shadow Drop. Are you, you going to get it? Do you want to get it, Joe? Oh, no. No, no. I'm, I'm not all about that Animal Crossing life, so. Yeah, he said it was too. What, what'd you say it was? I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I forgot what it actually said, so if you want to say it, say nope. it, so. No, nope, I'll say it. I'll say it after. <laughs> okay. It was not the, it was not the nicest thing. <laughs> Oh, I, I for those of you out there enthralled with the new Animal Crossing, hey, do your thing. No one, I'm not here to rain on anyone's parade on here. So, but <laughs> you know, I have I have enough in my Switch backlog, including Pokemon Sword, to play that uh, Animal Crossing is not going to be my jam, unfortunately. So, <laughs> and. 
Uh, also, Nintendo Shadow dropped a game called Good Job. It looked pretty interesting. I don't know if you, either of you two had a chance to see that or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I didn't watch the I didn't watch the the trailer, but I did see see it. So, uh, I mean, I mean, it looks interesting. I need I need to watch the trailer for it, you know. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what was your thoughts, Kev? Did you see it? I didn't see it, and just looking at the. Uh... What it what the description here is it, not a game I need. <laughs> it looks kind of cool. It's, I, just I, a, it's a cute little puzzle game. It's Nintendo. I don't publish. do puzzle games anymore. Yeah, I like really I'm don't. Good. Like yeah. I'm good. I want to blow things up and kill people in my game. I don't <laughs> want to solve. I don't want to solve riddles and puzzles. Gotcha. I'm the game in Neanderthal. Remember. Arr. Next thing on the docket, they announced a uh, port of Catherine Full Body for the Switch. That'll be out on July the 7th. It retails for 50 bucks on there. So if you want to get your Catherine fix and you haven't already done so on PS4, have at it on there. Um, they also announced a uh, update to Ring Fit Adventure. I know with the Genie, they announced that they have a, a female voice now for the Genie. As a, including the male, you know, adding to the male voice that's already in the game, and then they added a new rhythm mode, which lets you work out the ring con to the tunes of songs from Super Mario Odyssey, Splatoon 2, and much, much more on there. So, ring the ring uh, mode, the rhythm mode kind of looked cool. Kind of remind me of almost like a, um, you know. A, game like Parappa or something where you're just using the ring to be able to go and use it in rhythm on there. Uh, were you interested in this, uh, Desmond? Because I know you own this game. I don't know as far as if that's something you're going to you know get all flexed out for or not. Uh, probably not. Um, I don't know. Did you see this, Kevin, at all? Ring Fit? The Ring Fit game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I have zero interest in that. <laughs> but it's I'll, good go, for... I'll go to I'll go to the gym. Well, <laughs> you know, for me, pers- when 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 it's safe to, yeah, or, or well, do my own exercise at home. I I no. Well, I got it for Paul, and and Paul, you know, does play it sometimes, and and I've I've watched him, so I mean, I might get it for him. Um, I haven't really started playing playing it, you know, but yeah, this is know. a free download, so yeah. So it, Pretty much, it's just a mode that you know. Since you already own it uh, in your household, at least that you do have access to it. So, yeah. So keep that in mind. Okay. Also, Smooth Super Smash Brothers. They announced a new uh, Fighters Pass Volume Two. First Fighter is going to be from the Nintendo Game Arms on there. They have didn't announce which one of the fighters it's going to be, but it's going to be releasing in June on there and so it's also you can play switch the switch game arms for free from march 26 all the way up to april the 6th just in case if you want to go and do that they showed a long trailer for bravely default 2 as desmond referenced earlier in his what what playlist on there so and so look pretty damn good on there uh, demos available right now just in case you want to check it out um what's your impression on the trailer des for which one? Bravely Default Two. It looks like more of the same. Again, again, I I liked it. Uh, what I saw, I'm playing the demo right now. 
Um, I played the demo for the last one. I have both of the other two, and I have the collector's edition for them. Don't get me wrong. I liked the game. I just didn't like how the other two ended. So I'm hoping that this one does not take that same thing, and we have an actual cohesive uh, ending where it's just about you know, the characters, the stories, you know, and you could just go in there, no multiplayer, just, I, I'm really hoping that we get something that is akin to an Octopath Traveler type of thing, where, where you just play the game, you know, and, and you can enjoy the story. It seems like it's one of those, I don't know, it just seems like it's, it's, it, 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 it's trying to be one of those handheld Final Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy games, which is great because I know that that I think I'm thinking this was like a um, uh, like a a step uh, a step sibling of the Final Fantasy uh, franchise, which is fine. You know, I I I like it. It's interesting. the The one guy, the Elvis guy, is kind of funny because he has this kind of like Irish accent. He's an alcoholic, so you're kind of like that's a little on the nose. So. <laughs> Uh, but um, his name is Elvis too, and he and he has this kind of like you know Amazonian type of you know Elvis the drunkard. Well, he's the, and he's and he's the mage, which is hilarious. So it's like okay, you know. So I don't know. It 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 looks like it's going to be fun. I will end up I will end up buying it, and if it's a collector's edition, I will probably end up buying that as well. Um, and I uh, will play it and give it and give it my all, and yeah, so. I'm, I'm I'm excited for it too. It looks gorgeous, and uh, I think the job system that they showed off in the trailer looks pretty interesting as well. It kind of reminds me of Final Fantasy V in the way of it's implemented at least. So, and uh, something to where it's more turn-based RPG goodness on the Switch. So I got a candidate for Nintendo to keep working with Square yep. and with its team to you know, get games for the system on that. So. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's going to be definitely in my wheelhouse once it is released. And I'll let you guys know next episode as far as how the demo is, as far as what my impressions on it. So uh, Also, they announced a, a sequel to Clubhouse Games. So there's 51 games on this compilation. So uh, enough uh, poker, uh, blackjack, um, mahjong, air hockey, backgammon, so on and so forth. It looks pretty cool on there um i know i enjoyed the uh, first clubhouse games on the ds on there so i'll be probably taking a look at this it might be something i could relax and play on there it also has othello on it so it has tons of different games on there that you can play in there Um, most of them look like they're touchscreen enabled as well so uh, also, too, got a couple of Star Wars games that they announced for the Switch. They're coming out on their Star Wars Jedi Knight, uh, Jedi Academy was shadow dropped the same day on there, which is an old PC port on there. They're bringing out Star Wars Episode One Racer. Uh, the Panzer Dragoon remake was shadow drop, which I'm interested in on there. I don't know if any two gentlemen uh, were looking to grab that or not i'm a big fan of this game from the saturn era but uh i saw some reports that the game's only running at 30 frames a second and that there's some slowdown and so i want to take a look to see if dale will upgrade it at some point what's your impressions about panzer dragoon uh, being shadow dropped on the switch um I don't really remember the first one that much, actually, to tell you the truth. So um, I think it's great. I'm probably going to end up picking up the um, 
the uh, limited run version, which is out now for pre pre-order because I'm a physical person, so I'll probably pick up the physical copy of it. Um, I will not be picking up the um, collector's edition because there's not enough in it. I think that's just silly to get a, cl- a classic com shell. I think it's I think it looks cool, but I'm not spending an extra you know thirty bucks or twenty five dollars for just a clamshell. Nope. So I probably will end up picking it up uh, at some point, though it is. I think it's out now, right? You can pick it up now. It's out now. Yeah, yeah. it came out. It was shadow dropped. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's cool. I love when they do that. I love day and date release. Um, I think that's great uh, because I think it gives a lot of people something to to look forward to when you go to your eShop. Um, there was that one. What is it? Um, oh, what is that one? First step or last step to Eden or something? That was another one. That's a card based roguelite. I forgot to talk about that later. Uh, that's another one that was that was do- dropped day and date. So I'm, I'm, I think it's cool when they do that. I actually like stuff like that. You know, we'd have to wait. You know, so I think when you pepper in just enough, you know, day and date and like long term stuff, then that's great because it still gets people like really kind of like interested in in your products. You know, it's like, hey, we got these on the horizon, but also we got this right now. Oh, you know, that's I just like that stuff. Gotcha. I do too. I like uh, you know seeing something new and then knowing it's available right then and there for me to download if I'm interested. You know, I'll have to you know maybe make a mental note to think about it like six months, a year from now uh, about that. So yeah. Um, they also showed Trials of Mana, which is coming out for both Switch and PS4 on there. The demo's available as we speak. If you want to check it out, I know that the uh, in-game progress will uh, basically move over to your uh, full game, just in case you decide to pick up the full game. So it's just the beginning portion of that. So they also had a um, noted sizzle reel because everyone loves sizzle reels. So uh, they showed quite a few different games on there. Um, they're porting Burnout Paradise Remastered for the Switch on there, and they're even bringing it out physically on there. It's running at 60 frames a second. The only detriment about Burnout Paradise Remastered is it's going to retail physically for 50 bucks. Uh, no. On there. So, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, so as soon as um, there's mm. a tweet from a cheap-ass gamer and, and saying that it's pre-orderable on GameStop right now for 50 bucks, yeah, everyone was all like, um, nope, not a game back, what, 2008? release you know spit shine and thrown on the switch and ea wants 50 bucks for it so no no you'd be better off uh, checking out dangerous driving 2 once that is released later on in the year so on that they also uh showed a sizzle uh short trailer of saints row 4 re-elected for the switch it's coming out on march 27th uh legend of heroes Tra- trails of cold steel is having a release on june 30th they put a demo out uh for it uh, this week as well, just in case you want to check that out. Uh, one game that kind of got my eye was Mr. Drill or Drill Land, which was announced. <laughs> I know you sent that to me. You're like, hey, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Driller is awesome, man. So <laughs> I know it is. Uh, but it's just, I wasn't expecting you to be all like about about it with that. I was just like, oh no, I'm about about it. No, this is an old school Namco puzzle game that I know that I played on the DS, and it's come out for PS2, and PS1 on there that um it's just just a good old excellent time man it's like i'm a you know back in the day i was a big fan of dig dug and this is you know dig dug's one of the characters in this game so dig dug even though you know his uh, arcade reputation's kind of gone down in the crapper 
Mr. Driller. He's part of the Mr. Driller universe, so that's why I'm always. I didn't know that. I didn't actually know that out. he was a part of it. Yeah, no, he's he's always in the game. Yeah, in fact, he's on the cover of the physical release from Mr. Drill or Drill Land. He's one of the selectable characters on there. So, so this is kind of a pseudo sequel of a game uh, that was originally on the GameCube uh, on there. So, almost like a port or a remaster of that. So and that's why everyone's looking forward to this game because that game came out on GameCube and that was never released in the U.S on there so but if you do want a physical version of this game and the japanese version is has been confirmed to have english support on there so order from your favorite importer if you don't care to import it you could download it digitally on the shop on june 25th on there so and then they ended the direct with a new look at the pokemon sword and shield expansion pass on there uh, starting with the isle of armor it showed off uh, your um legendary kubfu on there and this shows you as far as if you own sword or shield as far as how we will evolve uh, depending on if you pick i believe dark is one of the um, attributes and then there was a second attribute where he will evolve differently depending on what path you ch- choose with the evolution on there so so all in all, pretty good direct on there. Obviously, it's not a big hitter where they're going to be announcing Zelda and Mario and whatnot, but there is enough variety there to kind of, you know, lay the uh, game plan out for Switch for the next, you know, three to six months on there. And I definitely appreciate them kind of you know, getting the word out on some games. So good deal. And what's your guys' overall impression with the uh, Switch Mini Direct? I loved it. I thought it's great. Um, one game that they mentioned that you did not say was uh, Baldo, which is another game that they that they showed a. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, which is another one that they showed a, uh, uh, a a trailer for, and they've been teasing this game for a while. It's not it's not it's not out yet, and I want it to be out. I've talked about this game before, and I like that they showed um, another trailer for it, and I'm I'm like ready for it. So if you don't know about Baldo, please check it out. It's like a it's like a Zelda type uh, type of game. Uh, looks like Studio Ghibli and Zelda had a baby. It's really, it looks really good, and I'm I like I'm I'm here for it. So just whenever it gets done and they and they're able to bring it out, I I will pick it up. So just wanted to give a little shout out to that. Uh, I like these directs. I think they're I think they're I think they're what I like about them is they're just long enough. You know that twenty minutes, perfect. And the and I like that they have like a little a, a guy. You know, hey, this is this is this game and blah blah blah. A little little couple sentences about it to introduce it, and this this shows the trailer. And that's what I like about it. It's this very streamlined uh, teaser. You know, it, it, and the whole thing is just a, just a sizzle reel of, of like what you like, what what you might like. You know, and and again, they pepper in a little bit of like day and date games, and and that's it. So like you can watch it, lo- love it, go and pick up the game or the or the um or the demo or something like that. You know. I, I really so, like it. I really wish that other other uh, studios did this a lot more often. You know, um, I mean, you don't want a Nintendo rep like a Major Nelson type to get on there and talk for a year in the day, and you know. Well, you need to do all that, but but you know that's the thing. Like, it doesn't have to be super long. Like that's what I liked about it. It was just it was just formal enough. Uh, 
you know, to be like, okay, this is a Nintendo thing, but it was casual enough that, that you can kind of like just go in and, and take a look at it. And then what, what, which was really good was everything that was in there, you know, was, was broken up. So you didn't have to watch the whole direct. You could look, look at the highlights, uh, which I thought was really kind of cool too. Cause I, I subscribed to Nintendo on YouTube. So, so after the, after the direct was over, they cut all those trailers up anyway and showed it, and and you could look at it. It had just like you know from the from the direct, and I think it had the 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 date of it. So that's what I enjoyed about it. You know, it's just this, you know, it's not a lot, but they give you just enough to be like, okay, this is kind of cool. And I wish that again, I wish that the other studios did that. What about you, Kev? What do you think? Um, I didn't watch the I didn't watch the the direct. Um, I don't really see a whole lot here for me. Uh, really the only thing that kind of sort of, and the only reason it kind of sort of would be kind of cool is it would be something, you know, for people who are in quarantine anyway, which is that clubhouse games, uh, that could be a good, good way to get, you know, at least spend some time with the people in your household, you know, playing so a variety of board games, but yeah, really nothing in this direct that speaks directly to me. So, um, pun intended. That's not, I'm not <laughs> saying that's a good or a bad thing. I'm just saying there's just nothing I was really, really feeling. Got your New Zealand Blade Chronicles speaking to you, or it's like I nah, know you're, you're nah. hitting missing RPGs. I think right. I'm if you're not if I'm not beating people up in a game in an RPG or. And and that Zeno, I I tr- I looked at that and uh, yeah, the 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 performance issues with that game, along with some of the, it just seemed awfully dragged out, you know. And, and I I need a little bit more um, direct, precise storyline. And the one thing I kept hearing from people who had played it was that. The story seemed to be kind of all over the place, um, and and I I honestly just don't have a hundred hours. I say that after dropping like six hundred hours in the Monster Hunter world, so call me a hypocrite if you must. But I I just don't I I just don't have that kind of time, even though I do. Uh, to, to 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 put into that game to game like that, um, and I really wasn't in in love with the mechanics that I saw at play in the gameplay that I looked up on the on it in YouTube for YouTube. So, yeah, there there really wasn't anything for me in this, other than Clubhouse, gotcha. you know, because of Corona. For sure. All right, and then I've got a couple more news stories real quick to kind of cover. Um, one of my uh, go-to, go-to, like, comfort food games has a, an expansion, Titan Quest Ragnarok on there. Uh, has a new level cap, new mastery for heroes, a new full story arc, and more on there. It's uh, 1999. It was released for PS4 and Xbox One last week on there. Um, they basically said it's coming soon for Switch, but they don't know when on there and um basically what they're looking at here is that you go out into the wilderness of the nordic isles of europe on there so you think in sweden you know norway so on and so forth on there um you're gonna obviously go over there brave the realms of the celts the northmen and the asgardian gods and the largest act to date 
on there. You're going to have a new 10th Mastery Rune Master uh, to use on there, and you could combine Rune Master with existing Masteries for 45 different combinations on there, and then they'll uh, have a max level of 85 in the game, and uh, you're able to get new items and relics and charms on there. So just keep an eye out for that. Uh, as soon as I've beat the game and beat the campaign, uh, I will be definitely checking this out on there. And uh, I don't know if you have any interest, Des. I thought it was a free update at start, but it is twenty buck uh, barrier to entry on this. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I might have to pick it up. Or what? I mean, what's the thing that's really wanting you to wanting you to buy it though? Well, it's because of the fact that uh, the newest expansion, basically, and uh, you know, I can't. I, at one point, <laughs> a few months ago, I couldn't get enough of Titan Quest, so uh, so I'm just kind of curious what uh, aspects they'll add to it as far as uh, the masteries and so on and so but, forth. But didn't you say they were having a problem with the with the people who had the disc, though? Yeah, there was. They just they put out a new update, I think, a couple of days ago on there to fix that so they got it kind of squared away on there so there was you know i I never thought that they would release an expansion or were working on the expansion because of the fact that the (laughs) uh, the game itself was kind of buggy well the expansion was already done though all they had to do was was make it like all that stuff already came out for the pc a while ago so all they had to do was just was just kind of you know make it run for the consoles and then there then there you go so of course they're going to do it to try to get some money off of it i do wish it was free you know i think 20 dollars is a bit much for 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 a game that old i really wish it was like 10 dollars. i'd be willing to give like 10 dollars for the game you know but it was yeah. but again it was it was a psn uh no it was a it was a free game for a minute there wasn't it um, no, it wasn't a free game. I no. thought it was. I thought I thought it was. Um, it was offered during your um, during uh, one of your free months of a uh, PSN, but maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But no, it wasn't. That's something they had a f- for a significantly a, like for a low low price, but it's never been free on PS Plus or anything like that. Uh, so okay, um, yeah. I mean, I'll probably end up waiting for a sale for it, but then I'll probably pick it up because I know you're gonna get it. And and we both probably need to play it again at some point. <laughs> oh, we don't have to, but I've definitely enjoyed, you know, playing what I've had. It's for, the game has been as cheap as a seven forty nine on PSN. So yeah, so it's going to be so so that that expansion is going to be cheap too. So we'll just wait for that, and then we'll end up picking it up and playing it again. I enjoyed the game. So yeah i enjoyed what i played too uh i just need to get back to it it was something to where i put on and it's like you know it was like a comfort food in a way because it just helped me relax and now that i'm home every day and not working you know i guess i have to add add that tension by playing division two but <laughs> uh, between division two and this game you it pretty much it's all about that loot on there for me at least so you know it's all about gathering items and so that's how things work out for me is games that that that's that uh, dna of grabbing that random 50 60 items that you have to go and grind down and do whatever but well we'll talk about titan quest ragnarok soon and then last but not least last news story uh during the near uh, 10th anniversary um live stream on sunday they announced a um updated version for near replicant 
on there. So that was announced for uh, PS4, Xbox One, and PC via Steam on there. So um, the game was revealed through a teaser trail that consists of concept art and text. No release date was given, but the announcement did offer a fair amount of details on there. So, so basically the series big three director Yoko Taro, composer Kichio Okabe, and uh, Square Enix producer Yosuke Saito are back at the helm on there. Um, they developed the game with a uh, company called Toy Logic on there, uh, which they previously released a port of Dragon Quest XI's 3DS version, uh, Evil Within, and Kid Icarus Uprising, amongst other games on there um it's not going to be a remake or remaster but it's a what's they're calling a version upgrade on there so this is not actually the original near the original near that came out for ps3 and xbox 360 um had a older protagonist and what they did with the near series is uh, replicant actually re-released that same game with a new protagonist in japan only and this that game was never released in the u.s previously on there but this is the uh, japan only release of near basically with a different the main character that they're releasing here for the first time so so we'll have to take a look about it um platinum games uh, takahisha tara the senior game designer on near automata automata is also involved in some capacity as well on there so we'll have to see if the gameplay is going to kind of um replicate the, some of the gameplay near automata as well on that so and so i thought it was pretty interesting um we'll definitely take a look at this uh, once it is released uh, any interest you two in this i like kev start because i know you love that game so are you gonna pick it up i like near automata i never played the first one um if there's combat in it like near automata i will if if it's something and since I don't I never played the first near, I don't really have any um Oh I'm sorry. I, I thought it was the, I thought it was a was a, was a, was more about the, the second one. The first one is completely different than the sorry. Yeah, I never I never played the first hmm. one. I only played Automata. Sorry, the I, I thought for some reason I had it in my head that this was this was about the second one, not the first one. So no, this is about the first one. Huh. Yeah, the first one, yeah. So, so the first one, the music in the first one is amazing. Like it is, like hands down, one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard. Number one, number two, the gameplay. Eh, it was a little weird. Like it was, it was, it was like an action RPG sort of thing, and it was, I don't know. So unless they're gonna up, update that 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 action or the combat. I don't know, so I'm gonna have to look, look look a little bit more about this because I don't know. As long as they don't change the music, it might be okay. Because again, if you haven't heard that soundtrack to the first Near game, it is amazing. It is some just fantastic music. Yeah, the one in Automata was excellent as well. Hmm. Now, what they said said during the live stream is that they have re-recorded the game soundtrack, which will include new songs. Uh, new elements have been added to freshen the game up for returning players. If you played it before, there's going to be a new character included. Uh, all the dialogue, at least in Japan, will be fully voiced on there. Um, they talked about if there's going to be a new ending. They said they don't even know yet because they're still working on the game 
on there, and then they uh, had the voice actresses for uh, 2B and, and 9S will have a small role in the game on there, and I guess they've been recording lines for that. So, so we'll have to take a look. Um, I know the first game uh, basically uh, replicant uh, stars a younger version of the character who's in search of a cure for his ill sister on that and the game that was released here had a much older near who was on the same mission except the relationship has changed from brother and sister to father and daughter on there so uh, but uh, they're taking a look and they're possibly working with platinum to freshen the game up to take some uh, hits from automata so we'll have to see how this game kind of comes out and see when it is released on there. I'm definitely interested in checking it out just to, you know, get into the series on there. And I need to go back and play Automata is something I'll have to take a look at as well on there. Um, if you do have a Xbox games pass, uh, it's coming out for Xbox games pass on April the 5th, uh, near Automata, the, um, Xbox version of that game. So it's another thing to keep an eye out for. So, but uh, that's all the news I have this episode, gentlemen. Awesome. Well, all right. Well, thank you for sharing that with our listeners, Joe. Game night. Game nights take place on Sundays, 8 p.m. Pacific, 8, 8 uh, Pacific, 5 p.m. I'm sorry, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Uh, uh, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, typically take place on PlayStation Network. Uh, some of the games we're running are Division 2, uh, Final Fantasy 14, and Monster Hunter World. Uh, we are not um, uh, necessarily beholden to that one platform. We have Steam. We all have Steam. I think we all have Steam. Uh, we all have Xbox Live. So um, I know on Xbox Live there's a Fantasy Star uh, open beta going on right now, or if or the, the main game i don't know if it's been released yet or not but uh there is that available to play and that's free to play over on xbox so what if you all are on uh, have a game that is not was not mentioned on this list or if you have a uh would prefer to play on us on a platform other than psn don't be afraid to uh, let us know and um, we will definitely incorporate that into our uh game night rotation and speaking of that, you can contact our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com. That's where you're going to want to send an email to uh, respond to anything we've said on, on any of our shows. Uh, if you want to get, if you would like to be a part of the show, we welcome that. We'll, we'd love to interview our uh, listeners and find out their opinions on gaming and the gaming industry as a whole. Uh, you get a chance to be a part of see how the see how the sausage is made, quote unquote. But um, you're definitely going to want to send uh, your feedback to gamingvessels at gmail.com. Social media, I can be reached on Twitter at shownuff71. That's S H O N U F the number 71. PSN, I am shownuff7. Same spelling with the number 7. Xbox Live, I'm Shonuff071, same spelling with 071. And on Steam, I am Shonuff71. Uh, Dez, where can the folks get a hold of you at? Uh, you guys can find me on uh, 
PSN at uh, Nemo Tigger, N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. Uh, again, if you send uh, me a message saying, hey, you know, I want to be your friend, uh, just reference the show and say we heard you at, uh, uh, you heard us on uh, Gaming Vessels, um, that way we know you're not some weird spam person, so don't do that. Uh, so send us something. Uh, also, uh, I am on Twitter still, um, though I don't check it very often, but you can catch me at the Nemo 6 N-E-M-O, uh, uh, sorry, T-H-E-N-E-M-O-S-I-X. Alrighty, so I hope you guys are well out there. Stay safe. Joe, where can people find you at? Uh, they can find me. Twitter is Joe Fongul, J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L. On PSN, Steam, and um, Nintendo Network, I am Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A on Xbox Live. And also on Uplay, I am Kamunagara, same spelling, 6965 on there so so definitely look me up if need be on that well all right well folks that is going to bring uh episode 10 of season six to a close we want to thank you all for hanging in there and and uh listening to us chop it up about our favorite hobby of video gaming for Des, the Bay Area Terra, and for Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar, I am Kevin, a.k.a. Shonoff71, saying we'll be back next time. Peace! <laughs>